no secret, it's the meat. Don't skimp on the meat. I've got a real good eye for prime meat. Runs in the family. Swearwolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. And this week, gentlemen, I'm feeling a little hungry. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. Yum, yum, yum. Cannibals. Delicious. Uh, I grew up in Wisconsin. Yeah. And yeah. in the early 90s. Eat people. <laughs> we, we are pretty infamous in That's Wisconsin. Right, you got a pretty famous one. A, well, we got two. Um, we got Ed Gein, who I don't know if he was necessarily a cannibal, but he was the inspiration for uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, he was more of a grave robber. He did kill a couple of women, um, but he robbed graves and made lampshades out of their skin. And I remember seeing pictures in a book of like stuff that he had made. Oh yeah, yeah. So he made like too. a nipple belt. Oh, yeah, he would gross. wear them. <laughs> so gross. Well, then he would wear the skin because, yeah. well, he was also the inspiration behind Psycho too, the mm. Norman Bates character, because he was like obsessed with his mother and his mother was a piece of shit to him and he grew up <laughs> to be a piece of shit. And a funny story about that, my aunt, <clears throat> well, it was my stepdad's um, sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. So I guess technically she was my aunt. Um, her parents bought the land that Ed Gein owned mm-hmm. yeah. and they had a Christmas tree farm on there. Yeah. When she was little, because this happened, you know, many, many years ago that, that all this happened. But when she was little, you know, it was kind of like a big deal. And so people would drive by. The, the town folk burnt down the house. Yeah. And oh, so wow. there was just like a foundation left. Her and her sister would hide because people would drive by to like, oh, there's oh, the yeah, Edgine house look, or whatever. Yeah. And then they would jump out with cow bones and they would chase after oh, the people no, <laughs> as a joke. <laughs> I always thought that was a funny story. But then in the 90s, we had <laughs> we had probably the most famous cannibal uh, in America. Isn't he? Jeffrey oh, Dahmer? Dahmer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, probably. Oh, absolutely. He's dead now, right? Yeah, yeah he, yeah. Died, he in died, in prison. died in prison. Yeah, he got the he shit beat out of him. He bashed in real nice, I think. Yeah. Um, but that happened in Milwaukee. And then, you know, from there on out, everybody's like, so what can Wisconsin's we expect from you? Brett? Wisconsin's full of serial killers. <laughs> There's a lot of creepy shit. There's a lot of people, you know, when you're stuck in a rural part and you're at, just like, at first, when you said your family bought the land, when, when the lad was coming out, I thought you were going to say lamp. And I was like, they got a, an original g- game lamp. lamp. Oh. Yeah. Autographed. Jesus. for big bucks on eBay. Sign my skin lamp. <laughs> Uh, he's dead too, Ed Gein. He yeah. died in prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't have the death penalty in Wisconsin, so ah. they got sentenced to life. And then I think he was in a mental hospital, Ed Gein. Yeah, he had, yeah, he had problems. Yeah, he's slightly. a tro- troubled fella. <laughs> but as far as movies go, well, I did mention Texas Chainsaw. That, that's probably, I mean, that's my like my favorite movie. Uh, yeah. One of my favorite movies of all time. Eh, top five, definitely the original. Part two is up there 
as well these days. And that's more of the cannibalistic. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously they delve into it in the first one, but in the second one they have the chili Mm. that everybody loves. (laughs) Delicious. It always made me hungry. It's good barbecue. Hey, they win the, they won the trophy. Yeah. So, you know, if you don't know what you're eating and it tastes good, Hey, doing (laughs) something right. (laughs) Human Uh, flesh must not taste that good though. I can't imagine. You never know. It depends on, (laughs) depends on what part. Who knows? Yeah. Remember that uh, scene in Hannibal where he's cooking, isn't he like cooking part of uh, Ray Liotta's Liotta's brain? brain. Oh Oh, yeah. Right, right in front of him. Well, and doesn't he feed part of it to him? Yeah. He feeds it. And he's all, "Mm, what is that smell? That scene in Hannibal was one of the most disturbing scenes I've ever seen. Oh, it's so When Ray Liotta's eating his own brain. Do you guys ever see Ravenous? Yes. A long time ago. You know, I don't think I've ever seen it, but that's one I've heard is really good, and it's it's on my list of things to see. <laughs> Did you guys ever see this? I never have. I, I haven't. <laughs> I've heard of it. Uh, uh, yeah, so Silence of the Lambs, another famous cannibal, uh, obviously fictional. Another guy another guy who's based on Ed Gein is Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From, yeah, Ed Gein. He's just, an, he's a muse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> Silence of the Lambs is probably the most uh, mainstream accessible cannibal yeah. film yeah and hor- or cannibal related yeah film. and and i don't really say that it's horror although i guess some people yeah, would Yeah, more of a thriller it's mm-hmm. more of a thriller and i really just love the movie i think movie. it's probably one of the i mean it won every oscar that year yeah which it's, is awesome side note on that movie last night i, I went to fright rags Shout out to Fry Rags. Uh, and, uh, send us some free stuff. <laughs> send us some swag, man. Um, and I bought a pair of uh, socks from uh, Sounds of the Lambs, and it's got like the little dog, uh, a, a lotion, and a basket. Uh, <laughs> At least sick. it doesn't have Buffalo Bill with his junk with his, tuck back. <laughs> with a little tuck job. <laughs> asking if you'd fuck him. But uh, another famous that I had never seen until just the other day, uh, cannibal movie or infamous yeah i guess it's infamous is cannibal holocaust which uh was released it was made in the 70s but it was released in 1980 right yeah i had never seen it either this is my first time had you seen it i oh, had never seen it but i had i collect movies you know i have i have a movie collection you guys do too but uh it, it's one that i've always read about and i've always put it off you know because there's so much controversy surrounding this film and you guys have seen it recently. I saw it recently as well, and I and I think we now know why. Yeah, and I'll be honest. I knew that there was controversy. I didn't really even know the specifics of what was controversial about it. I thought it was just that it was really violent and gory. Yeah. Um, and then as I was watching it, and I'm sure we're going to get into it, there were things that happened that I had to look up. I was like, did I just see what I think <laughs> yeah. I just saw? And then, yeah. So my wife and I watched it together. <laughs> oh, man. It was a nice romantic evening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had eaten dinner and then we put it on. And I said, thankfully we put this on second. <laughs> I was eating as I watched it. And then I was like, Nope. <laughs> um, she was looking up stuff. Cause she got really disturbed by yeah. one particular uh-huh. scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about the movie cannibal Holocaust. It's presented almost as um, like a documentary. documentary it starts off documentary and then it gets into film and then it's like found footage. Yeah. yeah. It's like an OG found footage. Um, so this crew of documentary filmmakers goes down to what's called the green Inferno in Peru. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is I it think, Peru? Yeah. yeah. It's South America. Yeah, South, South America. America. And the Amazon, they the go, Amazon. Yeah. They yeah. go down there 
and they're going to film these cannibalistic this tribe, tribes. Like they want to catch There's them. two tribes, right? Yeah, and they're like in their natural habitat. Yeah, and so it's three guys and a girl. And um, they go down there, and they're like pretty laissez-faire about it. You know, they're like yeah. having a good time. And yeah. they're like noted documentary filmmakers who have filmed some stuff. Yeah. And as they're down there. They're about to board a plane. Yeah, and then and then there's they go missing. They go missing, and right. so the another crew, rescue crew, goes to to, to find them, and that's the main character. Yeah, this the main professor. Guy. It's professor at NYU, I think. Yeah, and he um kind of retraces their steps, and he finds clues. He finds evidence of where they've been, where they've been, and yeah. and he's with a guide. Yeah, like a guide who knows the jungle. Yeah, and and he ultimately finds the tribes, but he is like cool with the tribes. Like he he strips down naked. There's a lot yeah, of there's a dick. lot of dicks in this movie. <laughs> yeah. He's I think he's an anthropologist first and foremost. Is he? Yeah, so he understands a circumcised anthropologist. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Dave took notes. <laughs> no, I didn't. But yeah, there was a lot of a lot of wieners in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's very it's it's a very raw film. Yeah. And you know, right off the bat you see this professor and he goes with the guide and uh, uh, they go through parts of the Amazon through the rivers and uh, Oh, they kill a muskrat. Yeah. They, yeah. There's, that was my first time I had to pause and look something up. Yeah. <laughs> see if they really killed looked, the muskrat. That looked very real. And, and it was. Like, was. And it was. Yeah. And I, I knew about that stuff. That's some of the stuff I read about. So you know how in movies they have the disclaimer that says none of the animals were harmed in the making of this film? This movie does not have that because right. every animal was harmed yeah. <laughs> in the yeah, making of the just terrible, stories. terrible ways. From from a tarantula to a muskrat to a monkey. Two monkeys. To yeah, they, a turtle. Yeah. Yep. Uh, turtle, a snake. Yeah, the turtle was the most graphic. The turtle was far. the worst. Yep. And that was the one where my wife was like, this movie fucking sucks. Yeah. And it was that's the one disgusting. where she looked it up. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. So, muskrat was pretty hard to watch too. Yeah, but I feel like the muskrat was done, I guess, somewhat humanely. Like they just didn't they stab it in the neck? Yeah, I think so. Let it bleed out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. But the poor little sucker was uh, squirming, and yeah, yeah. I did read something about uh, all the animals that were killed. So the tribe, the tribes that were in the movie, they ate all the animals that were used. So they didn't go to waste. They didn't go to waste. Well, so, I mean, I mean, you know, they would have killed them anyway. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make it. it. It doesn't make it any no, better. It doesn't. But it's like uh, when you hear about these big game hunters, they're like, "Oh, I killed a giraffe." But yeah. I, th- the good thing is that all the meat went to the village. Yeah. Like, but that's not why you fucking killed the giraffe, you right. asshole. Right. Yeah, because yeah. you killed the giraffe because exactly. you wanted to Let kill them. A kill the giraffe. Yeah, yeah. You, they, they don't need your help. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, so the. The turtle, we'll get to the turtle in in a second. So this guy ultimately finds the tribes, right? There's the swamp tribe and the tree tribe. Right. And the swamp tribe is going to like kill one of the tree tribe people. But the anthropologist guy shoots at them and scares the swamp people off. So the tree people like welcome him because they saved his. Yeah. Yeah. uh, They saved their person. So he goes there and then he ends up stripping naked because he's like, I'm going to be part of them or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. And let them know that I'm vulnerable or whatever. And then all these girls start like wrestling with him <laughs> yeah. in the water. Yeah, they're curious about him. Yeah, and they're like grabbing his wiener and stuff. It, yeah. was, it was weird. Yeah, and, and they're like weird. rubbing mud on his dick. 
You know that actor? Uh, <laughs> that actor was a porn star. Yeah. And, and he wanted to do, he wanted to make serious films, but with, you missed the mark. Yeah, buddy. yeah. So so he did Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> he actually did a good job acting. He, though. he did a great job. That's true. That's true. But but. After that, nobody took but I think it seriously. If he so to he went back to porn. As yeah. This was not the film. To Did do. he go back down to the jungle and film uh, Cannibal oh, Holocaust? I, well, the porn. Oh, who knows? I'm sure <laughs> he's like oh, those. Those chicks were all over yeah. my weenie. But I thought he was a great actor, though. He did like a good job. He did a good and job. And then he yeah. uh, he eats. Uh, he partakes in a uh, an eating ritual. Yeah. So so they're thankful to him because he saved uh, the girl. Was it a guy? I can't remember. Whatever. Yeah. So he saved one of the one of the tribes people. And uh, I guess the leader, I think it was the leader, offers to him, looks like a liver or some, you know, some, some or- sort of meat product, some organ from from a human. And and he part, he reluctantly, he partakes. He knows like, hey, if I want to get in with these folks, I'm going to have to, yeah. I'm going to have to if do this. If he wants to leave, they're well, alive. And that's something we didn't really them. touch on. His motive, he he wants the film, uh, the film canisters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he knows that the tribe has it because he wants to find out well, what, he ultimately what discovers, these folks. He ultimately discovers that they're dead. Yeah. He sees yeah, yeah. Their, he finds he sees their bones. their remains. And, yeah. yeah. And he sees the film canisters and he gets them and then he brings them back to New York. Yeah. And this news station or TV show is like, we're going to put this on air. Yeah. yeah, they want to do like a documentary about it, and he's like, "You can't." Yeah, and they start watching the raw footage, and it's just starts off small. Mm-hmm. It starts off with them just, you know, playing grab ass and yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know these these documentary filmmakers just fucking around in mm-hmm. in the woods, and they kill the tarantula, and then they 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 show the capture and gutting of the turtle. Which that was the hard part because they ripping the shell off and they're cutting its they head cut off. They cut its head off and then he like grabs the head and like kind of chews it like the bottom of its like flesh and yeah. like its like mouth is still moving. It's gross. It's really disgusting. So I wouldn't recommend any animal lover out there to ever watch this movie. Um, yeah. I probably wouldn't even recommend anyone to watch this movie because it's not really that good. Um, then there is another scene. Well, and what's which- weird is the the crew just kind of they they lose it quickly. Like they go from being fairly normal people to just despicable human but I, beings. But I yeah. think they also explain that they weren't that normal anyway, because yeah. they had done a lot of manufactured documentaries yeah. where they do shit to incite certain events to happen right. and then film that and present it like it's real. Yeah. Yeah. So like in this, they go to this tribe and they like proceed to burn the tribe down. Yeah. The, the huts, the yeah. huts and they like, well, they put them all in a hut and light the hut on fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they find this woman running through and they rape her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was hard to watch. Yeah. And they like, that was really hard to watch. And the guys like take turns. Yeah. The guys take turns and the woman is like half-assedly yeah, telling them to like, stop. Yeah, she's like, hey, knock it off. This but isn't, she doesn't care. This isn't dark. She's a twat too. <laughs> I, and then, I think they were all very terrible people from the start. Yeah, 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 definitely. When they boarded that plane, they, you know, they, they had an attitude of, you know, that they're supposed to be there and everybody should, um, you know, respect what they're doing. And they just kind of had a bad attitude about it. Well, and then there's another scene where there's like this pregnant woman. I thought of you, Brett, during this scene. <laughs> so disgusting. And they ripped out her. Baby. Not yet born yeah. baby yeah. from inside of her. They bury it. They like buried, they buried it alive. Yeah, and then they kill her. Yeah, 
and that's just disgusting. That that lost <laughs> that lost me too. Yep. I mean, it's not real. At least yep. I don't think it was. The guy went to no. court. Yeah, I heard about that. The director to, he, of the film and he went had to, to prove court. that nobody was nobody died killed. because there's this yeah. other scene where this woman's on a spike. Yeah, she's like impaled and and they thought it looked so real yeah. that it had to have been. It real. did look real. I'll yeah. give him props for that. But they explained how they did it. It was a bicycle seat and like balsa wood sticking, yeah, out, sticking of her. out of her mouth. So so to uh, to get more into that, uh, ten days after its premiere in Milan, the film was seized by the Italian courts, and the director Ruggiero Deodato. Uh, he was arrested and charged with obscenity, and they believed he murdered several actors. Yeah, yeah. Well, because to he make ha- this film, he had a deal with the actors too. It was kind of like Blair Witch, in that he had a deal that the actors couldn't do anything for one year. Yeah, they had to disappear. Yeah, no press or anything like that. But no because other of the because of the the trial, they all came yeah. out of the woodwork and they were like, "No, look, we're yeah, still yeah. alive. I'm not dead." I yeah. Was, yeah. So they dropped the murder charges. Yeah. And then that scene with the spike, I thought it was interesting that, you know, they if they they kind of laugh it off like, oh, wow, look at this. And and they're like the girl, I think, is like the camera's rolling. And then they kind of feign like that. They actually give a shit like, oh, no, this yeah. is awful. Who yeah. would do yeah, such a very manufactured? Thing? Yep. Yeah. And then they ultimately the, the crew, they get caught. Yeah. By they get ambushed by the tribe and one by one. They start dying, but they're filming their friends getting killed because they're like, we got to film this. Yeah. Like a bunch of assholes. Just crazy in the head. Yeah. You know. And then they die. We see two of them get slaughtered. And that was a pretty gross scene when the first guy gets like chopped up in half. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, (laughs) so gross. (laughs) But I was actually more okay with that than with the turtle. Yep. Yeah. And we didn't even talk about the monkey. That they killed the monkey and chopped off its... Uh, like half of its head. Yeah, so they yeah. could suck out the brains. Yeah, so, so gross. the director actually intended for the tribe to eat fake brains uh, from a fake monkey head, but the tribe insisted that they do it from a real monkey. What is this tribe? I'm not sure. Um, and they're not real cannibal tribe. They're just this tribe down in... But like legitimately, monkey brains is a delicacy to them. Can't you get diseases from monkey brains? But if you're a tribe and like you know, mad cow disease, it's that's just mad, what they eat. Mad it's, monkey disease. It's adapted to them. It's not like us where if we'd eat it, we'd probably get sick. Yeah. But it, they, they I'm not it. talking sick. I'm talking like diseases. Can't you can't you get a disease? Like that's why they don't sell cow brains anymore because you can get a yeah, disease from yeah. eating cow brains. I yeah. think when you're in a place like the Amazon where there's no very little to none outside interaction from the Western world and, you know, developed civilizations. Um, I think in that sort of environment, um, you just eat whatever you can get. Yeah. I don't, I don't think there's disease that would affect them. If that makes sense. Like I, Maybe and even if they do get the you disease, know, their lifespan's probably twenty five years anyway. Yeah, it's it's just the way they've evolved over hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, where they no. they eat brains. this. Yeah, they eat this stuff, and it's normal. It's Chilled normal monkey for them. Brains. I've seen two yeah. movies so like that. Gross. Yeah, it's Return not, of it's, the Living Dead. Yeah, it's not normal for <laughs> us, but it, it's yeah. normal for them. You know. And so, the other thing, getting back to when they chop the dude, like in half, the first dude. Or they chop one of the dudes, they capture him, and there was a scene uh, where they had him like kind of strung up, and he's naked, and of course we see dick because yep. it's all over the place. And not, I said, not for long. <laughs> I said to myself, I, I didn't even say it to myself. I said out loud, I said, "Chop his dick off," and, yep. and they did. Then they listened to me. Yeah, yep. chopped his dick. No off. takes that dick. <laughs> 
That yeah. looks pretty real. It looks too. so real. It did. It yeah. was, that guy is a method actor. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he is no, yeah. not a man. Uh, um, then they get the girl, uh, and they rape her, and then they cut her head off. Yep. yep. Did they even rape her? Yeah, I don't they, even know. Yeah, they rape yeah. her. Yeah. And then the last two guys are kind of running, and they ambush them, and then you see kind of like, like I said, like that Blair Witch shot where it's the like camera a, falls. It's like a POV, yeah, yeah. the camera. Yeah. And the guy, and the guy falls in front yeah. of the camera, and he's dead. And, and as we're watching all this, uh, the uh, the TV. The studio. Yeah, the studio execs and, and the professor are... And the professor was telling them, you, you don't want to use this. This is terrible. He like reluctantly shows them the footage. Yeah. He's like, I got to show you this. insist on pressing on with the program. They're like, yeah. no, all right, I'm going to show you. This yeah. is why you can't do yeah. it. Yeah, so so they're watching this just as we're watching it. So the viewer at home is watching. Yeah, they're, they're in watching. a screening room watching yeah. it all. And and it's just total silence, and they're just looking at each other, and they can't believe what they're seeing. Yeah, so finally everybody dies, and the, the reel's over. The right? reel's over, and... Each person gets gets up and walks out of the room. They look like they need a vomit bag. Except for except for the one guy. One guy. And he calls and he calls back to the projectionist. He goes, "Take all those reels, burn them. I never want to see them again." Yeah, (laughs) that's it. Yeah. And then it goes back. So I forgot to. It kind of bookends the one kind of thing about this movie is I guess it had a message. It did, and I thought it had a great ending. And it starts with like these shots of the movie starts with these overhead shots of like the rainforest mm-hmm. and the jungle. And it's got this really like beautiful music playing. Yeah. yeah. And then the end is like these over shots of New York. Yeah. And it's the same music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <clears throat> I guess the message is kind of like, we're no different. Yeah. The guy even says like the last line, in. he says something like, I wonder who the real cannibals are. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a good ending. And it was like, the jungle being the concrete jungle or the yeah. jungle being the rainforest. And, you know, these people are, are eating each other and hunting each other and, and killing turtles and stuff like that. But meanwhile, we're going through the streets, just cannibalizing each other to get ahead Yeah, in, in the world. And so <clears throat> for that reason and that reason alone, I give it one Pamela Voorhees head. I also gave this movie one head and only for, uh, a little bit of creativity, and I can—I guess I can respect that it pioneered in a way like the found footage style movie. Um, but everything else, um, I thought all of the animal stuff was disgusting, disgusting, and, yeah. uh, completely took me out of the movie. Uh, I found no redeeming entertainment uh, in this movie, nope. really, other than the historical significance. So for that, yeah, one head. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, wow, we're all in agreement. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would say one. See, this uh, shows that we all have like <laughs> we have souls, morals. <laughs> yeah. um, I will say, you know, I obviously didn't like the animal killings. It, it's it's a it's a big shock factor. Uh, there are some famous directors who really enjoy this movie. Uh, Sergio Leone, who is uh, did Once Upon a Time in America, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, really famous Italian director. Uh, he wrote a letter to Deodato, the director of this movie, and he said, what a movie. The second part is a masterpiece of cinematog- cinematographic realism, but everything seems to be so real that I think you would get in trouble with all the world. <laughs> and he did. He got in trouble. Yeah. Uh, Eli Roth we'll talk about. Movie. We'll talk about in just a second. Yeah. Uh, so 
it it definitely had an impact on um other people in the film industry and yeah it's it's definitely shocking it has a lasting impression i don't know about you guys uh after i saw it i couldn't stop thinking about certain scenes yeah uh, <laughs> in, a, in a bad way yeah the, the turtle thing haunted me yeah the, the, i think the turtle thing was probably the key and and i was just thinking as you were talking it's like <clears throat> am i so desensitized that i want to see a guy get his dick cut off and I want to see them chop him up to bits because he's such an asshole. But yet this turtle, I <laughs> so gross. Yeah. So how, yeah. how many heads for you? I Alan? give it one. Good. Um, <laughs> good. Yeah. Um, I almost gave it half. half. Yeah. And we, you know, we've mentioned on the show before, like we don't talk about any of these movies until uh, we start recording. And I think I watched the movie first and I, texted you guys and just said i've done it i've watched it <laughs> I and i wanted so badly to be like this movie's fucking awful yeah, and yeah. Disgusting. yeah i don't yeah. like it yeah. I, I mean if you want to look at it from a, a a cinematic photography aspect i can see where sergio leone is talking about like the way it was filmed yeah. and edited possibly the content He's like, you're gonna get in trouble. Is bullshit. <laughs> yep. I, I I think it's I I think it's bullshit. I don't think it's a good film. I don't think it has any redeeming qualities other than the ones that we've talked about. Yeah. Um, yeah. You want to see movies that are shot well? You can just go to IMDb and just sort by high to low on ratings and find some there. Just yeah. watch some of those movies. Watch Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That movie's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It's not I a horror it. film, but it's awesome. I want to add real quick. I thought I thought some of the music was pretty good too. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I was, was saying very the, the book ended. Yeah, it was very seventies, yeah. like, <clears throat> yeah. But a movie we talked about Eli Roth, a movie that is like basically a remake of Cannibal Holocaust, maybe, maybe an inspiration, even or a reimagining is yeah. called the uh, the Green Inferno, which was the working title I think originally of Cannibal Holocaust, right? That is correct. <clears throat> And they do mention Green Inferno quite a bit yep. in uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, there's lots of... Uh, now, references. I had seen Green Inferno um, maybe a year ago. And did you guys just watch it recently? Uh, I, know, I just watched it recently. I yeah. thought that I had seen it before. And then as I started watching, I was like, I've never seen this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you'd remember it. Yeah. If you had. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, let, let me kind of get your guys' impression of this. Now, I will preface this by saying I really... I'm an Eli Roth fan. Mm -hmm. I really think that he has some good stuff. He's very um, gore porn. Yeah. Heavy. Um, he did Hostel. Um, and that movie kind of heightened up the gore porn that yeah, Saw. Uh, he didn't do Saw, but. He, and he did Cabin Fever. He did pretty, Cabin Fever. Violent. The original Cabin Fever. I got a fever. <laughs> um, cabin fever. <laughs> the only cure. Um, <clears throat> uh, so Green Inferno, take us through it, David. So you got these uh, kids who are. It's a, a girl is at a university, and she's just kind of your typical kid. Um, her dad works at the UN, so she's from you know high class or whatever. Um, she kind of becomes infatuated with this guy who's like a leader of like an activist and they're, you know, on the grass playing acoustic guitar. And yeah. Stuff. Typical hippie bullshit that <laughs> yeah. you see on yeah. college campuses. So she, she gets kind of mixed up with them and she wants to make a difference. So she finds out that they're going to go to Peru, to the Green Inferno, and try to stop this uh, development uh, company, I guess, that's going to knock down part of the rainforest. Um, and there's a couple tribes that are there. Uh, so they want to, you know, protect these tribes. So 
Fast forward a little bit. She gets involved. She goes with them. Uh, they go there. And, and there's then, about, what, a dozen kids? Yeah. Yeah. And you got your, you know, you got your fat guy. You got your stoner guy. Uh, you got, you know, like uh, a lesbian couple. And you got the, you know, all the, all the cliches. Yep. Um, <laughs> and your slimy leader. Yep. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That guy was an asshole. I don't know what she ever saw in him. I thought he was an asshole from the get go. I thought they were all jerks in some way or another. Yeah. He was a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they, they, they chain themselves to these trees, um, except the main girl. No, they chain them, they chain themselves to the, oh, to the bulldozers, uh, the bulldozers. Yeah. Yeah. So they can't knock the trees down. Yep. And, yeah. um, she can't get hers to lock. And we later find out that's because she was set up. Yeah. Um, that they were essentially going to murder her, uh, for publicity's sake. And because her dad's the, in the UN. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So they're using her. Yeah. Yep. Um, but they quote unquote succeed. Um, and then as they're flying away, they're, uh, celebrating. They're, they're celebrating, they're all having beers on the plane. Um, the plane crashes. Uh, and that's when the movie shifts gears. It's and- a pretty brutal crash too. Like the back end, the yeah. ass end falls off and this girl, I think a couple of them, but I remember the one was in the chair and she just goes flying yeah. out the back. Yeah. Yeah. The pilots, uh, they crash and the pilots both get, sticks through the head or branches go through their heads or something. Um, And then after they they get out of the plane, they're kind of walking around it. And one guy just walks into a propeller. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, dude. Come on, man. (laughs) That plane crash was brutal. But it's not long that they're on the ground that, uh, the tr- this tribe comes and you know they uh, some of them are like hey over here help us um but uh, you don't yep. we don't want their help um, no so uh, they get captured and um they get shot with arrows but they survive yeah. they get shot with like uh sleeping darts yeah yeah uh, and then they're they're taken back some to the of camp. them but the girlfriend of the douchebag right in the oh, head oh yeah she gets she killed gets real nice killed yeah she gets stabbed with a uh, <laughs> like a yeah she spear. Was, she was an asshole too oh she, she was, was an asshole yeah. she was the worst yeah, yeah. I'm glad she's dead <laughs> <laughs> the, um, and, and no turtles were harmed in the film. Yes, of this yes. Movie. Um, I don't think they even show a single animal being harmed in. This, I don't. No, I don't believe so. Not even shown or implied. Oh, I forgot to mention. Didn't they kill a pig in uh, Cannibal? Oh Holocaust? yeah, with the they shotgun. Shot it. Yeah. That was pretty fucking was gross awful. too. Anyway, yeah. it was like a baby pig. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I just thought about Poor the little the, pig. The, yeah. oh. So they uh, they wake up. They're in cages. Um, and then I think we immediately get our first uh, kill, and it's the no. They don't wake up in cages. So the first kill is the fat guy. Oh, it's like yeah, while they're dragging, like while they're taking him to the camp. While they're taking him to the cage, they hold the fat guy kind of back. Yeah. And the queen of the cannibal tribe goes up with this like long nail. Yeah. Uh, long fingernail, like clip thing and she gouges out his eyeball yeah. and swallows and it. eats him and then and yeah. then she gouges out the other one and eats it. And then and she, she cuts his off tongue. his tongue and yeah. eats it. Yep. So <laughs> yeah, this is the part of the movie where it really picks up, starting with the plane crash. I think it was about forty-five minutes into the movie, mm-hmm. and it you know it's just brutal from here yep. on. And then they chop off his limbs, and yep. he's still and they, alive. They cut and his then head they chop off. His head off. Yeah, yep. And then they <laughs> and then they put him in a little uh, little barbecue yeah, type. They like they roast him like some, a pig. They put some salt and mm-hmm. spices on him. Num num num. Oh yeah. Put him in a <laughs> an oven. What yeah. was what was interesting about this part? is although the scene where they're dismembering him is pretty graphic, I also took attention to the tribe itself and the kids and the women and the children, you know, all the, all the people in the tribe just kind of chowing down, 
having a good mm-hmm. time. Oh like, yeah, delicious. No, no different than they were uh, happy. Yeah. Oh yeah, they cooked them up like a holiday ham. Yeah. <clears throat> and you, and these motherfuckers are hungry. They're mm. hungry. <laughs> Ravenous. I haven't <laughs> seen that movie, as I previously stated. <laughs> but they're just chowing down, and you kind of just see the, uh, the these families within this tribe. They're so happy that plane crashed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's <laughs> kind of the dinner uh, bell. Yeah, it's it was kind of a mixed, uh, you know, a mixed way to look at it for me, you know, because you have this brutal scene, but then you have like, you know, um, a, 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 this large family interacting with each other and chowing down is kind of nice to watch. In yeah, a way. unlike the other movie, th- <laughs> these people weren't sadists, really. They were just, this was their way. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know, gouging out the well, dude's I think eyeballs. They maybe enjoyed it a little bit. They could have done it a little more humanely. Or- <laughs> there, there was some other stuff. The one thing we should also mention and that they talk about at the beginning when she's back at university is about oh, female, female genital circum- mutilation. Oh, yeah. They were yeah. in a class. They were talking about female circumcision and yeah. how it's, a big problem, which it is in, in a lot of these countries. And that's going to lead into what happens in going forward. So I just wanted to bring that up, but back in the cage. Now you got a girl shitting in the she corner, takes a diarrhea doo-doo <laughs> yeah. shit, which was, kind of, it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. She just shits in the corner and then you got all the tribes, kids, the kids are like, laughing. Oh, they're laughing at her <laughs> waving their like, Oh, it stinks. Oh, yeah. your, your poop smells. Um, so they decide that night that one of them can escape and it's one of the lesbian couples yeah, girls, and she's right? athletic yeah yeah and so what she says is she's like you know basically get me out of here they're gonna lift her up through the bamboo cage she's fast because she ran track mm-hmm. and she's gonna get to this boat that she saw yeah and she's gonna get the hell out of there mm-hmm. so she does she gets out she gets to the boat she's gone now we're back the next day and we're back in the cage and all the kids are in there still and they're like, Oh, I wonder what happened to whatever her name is. And the tribes people feed them food. Mm-hmm. And so they all start eating this food. Right. And when her lesbian lover um, gets to the bottom of her bowl, she sees a tattoo, a tattoo. that her girlfriend had attached to the skin <laughs> that's yeah. lining the bottom of the bowl. Tattoo so she, for you. she realized she just ate her girlfriend who yeah. got caught. And then the camera kind of pans out and we see the villager kids that are like trying on tattoos. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they got the skin on their skin and they're kind of giggling and stuff. Yep. And so she puts two and two together and then she grabs her she, clay pot. She smashes it. Yeah. Smashes it and slices her own throat. Yeah. Killing herself. Which I did not see that coming. When that happened, I was like, whoa, no, holy that was pretty shit. brutal. So all the other kids, except for douchebag leader, go over there and they're trying to take care of her. Then you flash over to douchebag leader and what's he doing in the corner? He's jacking off. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Talk about not seeing that one yeah. coming. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, yeah, he jacks and he's like, off. hey, I gotta relax. I gotta I gotta clear my head. Uh, if I, you want me to come up with a plan, like I gotta, yeah. I gotta be relaxed. So meanwhile, spy kid kid. The kid from Spy Kids is the stoner, and he has all this weed on him. It is the kid from Spy Kids. Holy (laughs) shit. He's also in Halloween, uh, Rob Zombie Halloween. He plays the bully. Yeah. uh, yeah. Michael Myers' brains at the beginning. Um, So Spy Kid, he's like, we're going to take all of his weed, this weed, and we're going to shove it in the chick who just killed herself. Yeah. We're going to shove it down her throat. So that way, when they eat her, yeah. get get when they cook her and then all the smoke. Yeah. yeah. A little clam bake. Yep. Yeah. So they do that. And it works. But like I said, these motherfuckers are hungry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They ate the dude. 
the night before. They've eaten the track star who got caught, and now they're going to take this chick out and eat her. This is this is in two days. Yeah. They've eaten three bodies in two days. <laughs> Wait, a yeah. big, it's a big tribe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess so. They've got to have three of, meals a day. A lot of people to feed. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they take the girl and they do smoke her, and then all the tribe's people get wasted. Yeah, they're all, hi. Yeah. <laughs> and they're laughing their asses off. Yeah. Yeah, and so they... Um, like the one who's supposed to watch over him, like falls out of the tree. (laughs) And so, Oh, also the main girl has befriended one of the little tribes. kids Cause he was fascinated by her necklace. It's like a little flute as a little, yeah, a little whistle. And so she shows it to him and he's like fascinated by it. So he's not like mean to her. He's just kind of fascinated by her. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they also check all the women to see if they were virgins? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Like the lady gets her claw shoves it up to see if they have a hymen yeah and she breaks the one the main girl because she was a virgin Mm -hmm. and so they're gonna female circumcise her yep yeah so they like paint her white and um (laughs) but they don't do that yet no because all the guys who are high as fuck uh they get the munchies yeah yeah And they try to eat the redheaded guy alive, don't they? Yeah, they do. He oh, they do. That's they what do they eat him because they, they all get out. They rip yeah. except for except for douchebag guy. He's like, I'm just gonna stay here. Yeah. The main girl and another dude get out. Yeah. Yeah. The douchebag pulls Spy Kid back down. Yeah. He darts him, I think. And then they, the tribes people, somehow the Spy Kid is gonna run away too but they capture him and they eat him alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The two go back to where the plane crashed. Cause there's a cell phone that yeah. they can use a yeah. satellite phone. Yeah. They find that they find a river and they, you know, she almost drowns, but they end up making their way back to the, the wreckage. Mm-hmm. And at this point, uh, the tribe has everyone on stakes Yeah, and they have mm-hmm. torches lit. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a like a camp of some yeah, sort. They, yeah, they make sure. it into a, a, a ritualistic right. type place. Yeah, basically like a you know we were here kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they find the GPS, but the battery's dead. But then they hear a a cell phone. Somebody has a cell phone, and of course it's uh, the girlfriend of the leader, and of course she has the cell phone. Um, she gets on his shoulders and she gets the cell phone, but then the tribe shows up. Uh, darts him yeah darts him mm-hmm. and uh brings him back brings him back and then the dude that she was with who also got darted he's on a stake yeah and they cover him with this shit that attracts oh, yeah. ants yeah <laughs> yeah and the ants are chewing him up the ants chew him up he's like and it's not as graphic as i thought that it part was, it yeah. was very cg like it didn't look it wasn't convincing but it was but still af- it was still disturbing yeah but, the aftermath uh, i was expecting like you know him not being much left yeah but uh, he looked pretty bad (laughs) yeah so then they paint the bitch white and they're gonna (laughs) chop off her yep they're gonna chop Mm. her up down there and the little boy uh the villager kid lets her go yeah because something happens first the then there are gunshots or something there's There's, gunshots the the like bulldozer people the construction people aren't they coming to do there's a second group there's a second you know, going back earlier when I said like it was all a PR bullshit thing. It, it, the real motive was they went there to to delay 
to to mess things up for that cr- uh, that crew because there was actually another crew, another rival company that paid them to do it. Yep. Yeah. And so now the rival company is back. Yeah. And they're there, and they're gonna and they're gonna guns. mess, and they got yeah. guns. So so earlier movie while they're in while they're captive, the guy is telling us and they're and they're pissed off like you know what the fuck is wrong with you why you know like. They're they're upset because they felt like they've been used and they, yeah. they were used. Yeah. Yep. You know, so they learn this from the guy while they're yeah, captive. So that's why he's a douchebag. So all the all the men and some of the women go to fight these bulldozer construction people. Pretty much almost everyone. And the kids are left there in camp. Yeah. yeah. And the one kid um like looks at the main chick and and he's like, I'm gonna set her free because he likes her, right? Yeah. And he doesn't want her to get yeah. hurt. And he sees that she's in trouble. So he lets her free. As she's going, the guy up on the stake who's getting eaten by ants is like, just kill me. Yeah. And so, she's reluctant. She doesn't want yeah, to. But, but the does. kid does it like, oh, the, the kid, kid does, does it, it pretty quick. Yeah. He, yeah, he doesn't does care. It, yeah. But he does it like in a. <laughs> he main, does it because he knows. Yeah. 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 So she gives the kid her, her necklace. Yeah. And she's like, thank you. And she bolts out of there. And then the guy, douchebag, still in the cage. He's like, what about me? Come, come set me free. And she's like, fuck you. See ya. <laughs> yeah. And she leaves him. She goes out and she. Um, comes across the the government or whatever the construction the people shooting, and she's like, "I'm an American," yeah. and she basically says, "Don't shoot me." They believe her. They take her out of there. They ask her if there's any other survivors. She says, "No." Yeah. She goes back home. She's talking to the UN with her father about what happened, and mm-hmm. she basically lies and says that the tribes people helped her. Yeah, she defends yeah. them. And she says, defends like, them. Like nobody was hurt, and yeah, yeah, but they were kind. Yeah, and protected her. And then the very end. We get like this satellite image. She gets a phone call from from the douchebag douche sister, sister. Yeah. Who's like, I think my brother's still alive because I got this photo and it's like a satellite it's like image. A satellite image. And he's now yeah. part of the tribe. Yeah, it looked like it. We got Google Earth pictures. <laughs> or he escaped or something. Or he escaped. We I don't, don't, we yeah. don't know. He Who wasn't knows? in the cage though. He was out. Yeah, he was out of the cage and, and he was like, I don't know. So that's Green Inferno. Yeah. I personally, I give it two heads. Yeah. And I give it two heads. One because there was uh, no baby killing, <laughs> <laughs> and no animals were harmed. And no animals were harmed. Um, it's pretty graphic. And if yeah. you don't like that type of stuff, stay far away from this movie. If you're okay with that kind of stuff, then it's a good movie to watch because the special effects, I think, are pretty good. And there's a lot of gruesome kills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it has a message. I mean, uh, talking about uh, genital mutilation and talking about uh, douchebags who <laughs> get paid by construction <laughs> companies to do stuff so we can eliminate the rainforest. I mean, we're in a pretty eco-friendly, well, we should be in a pretty <laughs> eco-friendly yeah. society these days with you know, climate change and everything. So that's something to, to look at. Yeah. And the other thing is, is don't disturb these motherfuckers. Yeah. Leave them alone. Don't go down there. Yeah. Don't go to Peru. If you're a freshman in college with what you're <laughs> saying there, I would not be surprised. And I took an anthropology class years ago. Um, this movie had, hadn't come out yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if um, anthropology professors show this movie to their students, uh, to yeah. be honest, because and- what she, when she's talking to, the UN at the end, she's telling them that everyone died in the plane crash. She's the only survivor. They took care of me. And one guy, you know, he 
he thinks, you know, he, he suspects that there's cannibalism down there. They have evidence of cannibalism. And she says, no, that never happened. Yeah. You know, because she is coming to them as a witness firsthand. And I think she also realizes is like, don't fuck with these people. Yeah. Leave them yeah. alone. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's what a true anthropologist. Don't start none, won't be none. Yeah. That, that's basically what, you know, a true anthropologist, that's what they go by is, you know, it's the prime directive, dude. Yeah. From Star Trek. Yeah. They're, they're, they're <laughs> find they're, these planets, but don't fuck with them. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're there to observe and nothing more. Yep. You can't interact. Yep. Whatsoever. So how many heads you going on this one? Um, three. Uh, I can see that. Yeah. I, the only reason why I gave it two was because I was like, it's a little rough to watch. Yeah. It, it is. Uh, and it's not for everyone. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving it three for the awesome special effects. Uh, very little CGI was used. Um, you know, I think a lot was, of practical effects. I think it was a lot yeah, of practical, yeah, a lot of practical props. Uh, yeah. Uh, and they shot it on location. They, like, they it, did. I was oh, going to say that too, cool. is that absolutely. they did use tribes people. These yeah. were real tribes. And I got something to say about that too, uh, real quick. These tribes had no idea or concept what a movie was. I read that they had never seen a movie they had, and they had to show them. Yeah. So Eli Roth showed them Cannibal Holocaust. They loved it. They thought it was a comedy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. They thought it was a comedy. They laughed. They loved it. So they were eager to do the, this movie. And as a thank you, when production wrapped, they offered the production crew a two-year-old a kid, child, right? a two-year-old as a thank you. And they, they politely declined and said, that's okay. I'm a pass. Yeah. They, they offered the production crew a two-year-old kid. That's so I, crazy. I that was kind of funny. That's crazy. But, uh, you know what though? Realistically, I mean, they sure probably should have taken that kid because they could have a better <laughs> upbringing than the tribe. Yeah. But no, three, three heads for me. Uh, great use of special effects. Great story. Um, you know, I was, you might've convinced me to go up to two and a half. Yeah. It, it kept my attention throughout, uh, all the characters are interesting. I love to hate most of them. Yeah. Um, and it was just, uh, a great story and, uh, yeah, I loved it. it and I great. went right down the middle. I was Switzerland. I gave it two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. Um, uh, for the, a lot of the reasons that you already said about the effects. Um, uh, and then what takes it down for me is I thought the first, third or so of the movie drags a little bit it's a little like slow. all the nyu stuff like i thought they could have got to the point a little yeah. bit but it's a good setup and if and you've watched yeah Eli it's Roth a good movies, setup yeah and i and the other thing was i just going back to i think we said at the very beginning when we started talking about this movie there really are no likable characters other than the main girl um and that was another thing i i, I had a hard time yeah. rooting for any maybe of them. spy kid yeah yeah the stoner guy was he was, he was kind of fun um, Eli Roth movies are very much like that though. They're yeah. very slow in the beginning and yeah. then they pick up hostile is a prime mm. example of that. Yeah. They're establishing the characters and establishing what's happening and you know, what's going to happen. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, so that movie came out in 2015, pretty gruesome. Another movie that came out in 2015 is a movie that I think we've talked about before because we reviewed uh puppet master, the littlest Reich, which was written by a guy. S. Craig Zoller, yeah, who wrote and directed a movie called Bone Tomahawk, mm -hmm. which I had never heard of. David, uh, you brought this up to mm -hmm. us, and um, it's it's a it's a horror movie, but it's a western. I think it's a western first and foremost. Yeah, it's about eighty percent western, twenty percent horror. Yeah, yeah, um, but more so on the western part of it. But there is this tribe of cannibals like Native American cannibals. So who do we got starring in this? We got Kurt Russell first and foremost yeah. as the sheriff who does awesome in this movie. Yep. Yeah. 
Got Richard Jenk- uh, Richard Jenkins, who's great in everything. Um, he plays the deputy, and he's yep. kind of old and yeah. Kind he's of- he's my favorite character yeah. in this movie. Um, you got Matthew Fox, who plays kind of like this. He's the gunsling- uh, gunslinger kind of yeah, uh, Doc Holliday kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, Patrick um, Patrick Wilson. Patrick, Patrick Wilson. Wilson who plays this, um, the he's a hus- ran- rancher, right? Yeah. Arthur. He was a co- cowboy. Yeah. yeah. And he plays the husband to kind of a, a doctor. Yeah. The town doctor, Samantha. Yeah. Yeah. And she, well, she's not the doctor. The doctor's drunk. That's why she gets called in to help out. I think she's a backup or something. She's like the backup, yeah. but she knows, she knows her shit. Yeah. Um, and she's played by, um, Lily Simmons. There you go. Lily Simmons. And then you got David Arquette and Sid Haig at the mm-hmm. beginning of the movie. Yep. You got the uh, the principal from Back to the Future. Uh, he's the piano player in the, oh, the bar. Yeah. That, guy does not, <laughs> that guy does not age. Oh. He's like in his 80s. He he's, always looks the same. He looked old in 1985. Yeah. Of course, they, put, they had makeup to make him look old, but that's what he looks like now. <laughs> well, he time travels. Yeah, so yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> um, that's about it. The cast is very small. But, but that's a good cast. It's a good oh, cast. Oh, it's an excellent cast. Um, I love that Patrick Wilson. I think he is awesome. He was awesome in Watchmen, and he yep. was awesome in Hard Candy. Did you ever see that movie? Oh, he was in Hard Candy. That's right. You got to see Hard Candy. I haven't dude. seen that one. He's you in the Con- he's in the Conjuring movies. Yeah, he's in the Conjuring movies also. But you got to see Hard Candy. We'll talk I'll about that. That came out a long <laughs> time ago too. Hard Candy. Yeah, yeah about ten years ago. Yeah. Um. Anyway, getting back to this movie, what happens is is uh, the beginning of the movie. Sid Haig and David Arquette are like these robbers. You know, they go around and they steal shit from people. Yeah, they slice yeah, and they the kill throats. people. Yeah. yeah, they're not good guys. Yeah, they're not good guys. Yeah. Sid Haig is hilarious, though. He is. Um, and they come across like this burial ground, and there's this weird whistling, howling sound that they hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they get attacked. Yeah. Cut to this town now. And. Trying to remember exactly what happened. Sid Haig gets killed. Uh, David Arquette gets away. Yeah. yeah, but we don't see them get away yeah. or anything, right? It's just kind of like well, cuts. we see we see Sid Haig get killed. For we sure. do see Sid Haig get killed, but we don't know what happens to David Arquette. Yeah. yeah. Cut to this town. There's like this tavern. It's just this old west town. You know, there's not yeah. a lot of people that live in this town. You got Patrick Wilson who's laid up with a broken leg because he fell off the roof trying to do something. His wife. Um, who is way too young and way too hot for him. <laughs> wow. My goodness. <laughs> but uh, she's taking care of him, and she's like, you can't do anything for like a month, yeah, right? Because you don't want to get an infection. I mean, we're talking back in the 1800s, right? So mm-hmm. it's like... Yeah, late 1800s. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 can, you, can you can die. Yeah, post, you die from a leg. Post-Civil War. Mm-hmm. And Kurt Russell's the sheriff. He's got a deputy. He's got an honorary deputy in the, in the old man. So David Arquette is bearing something. We don't know what it is. Well, it's whatever the. And fuck it's they in stole. Richard Jenkins uh, on his property, right? So that's why they know yeah. that it that it happened, right? And so he then David Arquette goes to the uh, tavern, the Learned Goat. <laughs> What's the name yeah, of it? I can't remember. It was the Learned Goat. <laughs> um, and then uh, Kurt Russell starts questioning him, questioning him, and he's like, "What are you doing in this town? Uh, why were you burying something?" And he's, and he's wearing clothes that are way too small for him. He's like, "Those aren't even your clothes. Yeah, where'd you get that?" And then he's like, "Fuck you." Um, he tries to run. Kurt Russell shoots him. Yep. Um, in and, the leg. In the leg, but the homeboy passes out. Oh. So they have to call the doctor. The doctor's too drunk, so they call in um, Lily Simmons, whatever her name Samantha. is. Samantha. Samantha. Yeah. yeah. So she has to run down there um, to take care of him. 
But that night, there's that loud whistling, howling sound mm-hmm. again. And this kid who's like the stable boy, he gets killed. Yep. Yeah. But not taken. And then the three people who were in the prison. Yeah, Sheriff Hunt and, and Chickory, the uh, deputy, they, they, they took they off. They left. The, the real deputy, the other deputy, I should say. Nick. Yeah. Deputy Nick. And samantha mm-hmm. and david arquette all get taken they're missing yeah and so it's the next morning and they realize this so they're they're like what the fuck is going on well there's like this native american guy who lives in the town and they're like what what who who did this and yeah. he's like well there's this talk of this tribe that lives in the mountains or whatever that yeah. are these fucking cannibals mm-hmm. basically yeah. And, and Sheriff Hunt says, "Take you know, take us to them." And he's, he's like, "Fuck he you!" Can't. He's like, "Fuck <laughs> nope. you!" I'll point it out on a map, yeah. but I ain't going. I ain't going. Yeah. Smart man. Like, and so Patrick Wilson's like, "I'm going." Yeah, you can't stop me. That's my wife. And Kurt Russell agrees. He's like, "You're gonna go because I can't stop you, uh, even though you have a broken leg. But if you fall behind, that's on you." So it's Matthew Fox, Sheriff, Old Man Deputy, and Patrick Wilson. Yep. Yeah. And they all get on horses and they start riding to where this um, Native American guy told them to go to. As they're riding, you know, not a lot happens during that. I mean, that's kind of a slower part. Like these Mexican guys roll up on them and and Matthew Fox kills them. Yeah, because it's like a, a several day ride to, to where they need to go. Um, yeah, and some stuff happens to them kind of along the way before but we get to the yeah, cannibals. But it's not really, it's like cowboy, western-y yeah. type yeah. shit. It's a western. Yeah. Yeah. It is like they're camping and Chicory is hilarious. He mm-hmm. just yeah. talks all the time and everybody's like wanting him to shut up. All right. So Patrick Wilson's leg is getting fucked up to the point where Kurt Russell's like, we're going to amputate it. And he's like, don't you fucking take my leg. But Chicory had done some medic work in the war. And he had done an amputation before. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so he was and I like, I think they were referring to the civil war. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so he's like, can you, Patrick Wilson's like, can you just set it? And he's like, yeah, I can, I can do that. But because yeah, I think the, wasn't the bone sticking out, I think. Yeah. It was all fucked yeah, up. It was yeah. nasty. It's like pussy and yeah. it was gross. But anyway, so he's like, gives them, they had the Samantha's medical bag with them and it had some opium in it. Yeah. So she, uh, he gets some opium and it like knocks him out. Yeah. And I, I'm assuming the pain would also knock you out too of getting your bone <laughs> yeah. set. But anyway, so he's passed out and they, um, the other three men take off and they say, we'll leave a trail for you. We'll leave like four rocks every so often. So you could follow us if, if you want to, otherwise we'll come back and get you when we come back Yeah. after we rescue these people. So Matthew Fox, Chicory and Kurt Russell, they go off and, um, they find where they got to go. Um, where these, uh, yeah, native American the, people they are. They get to the cave. Yeah, it shows the same entrance that they showed in the beginning of the movie with uh, Sid Haig and David. Arquette. Yeah, it had that um, like a almost like a pentagram gr- kind of yeah. looking weird ground. thing. It looks yeah. like the pet cemetery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they cross over that, and then they start hearing that stuff. And then these Native Americans, they're up on them like in two seconds. Yeah, like um, yeah, the shit hits the fan real fast. Matthew once, Fox once gets get shot. It's part of his hand blown off, right? By an arrow, though, yeah. wasn't it? And then 
he's gonna he's gonna fucking die. But they brought oh, this, no, he loses his whole hand. He loses his That's whole right. hand. Yeah, and then, he's uh, bleeding pretty profusely. So they leave him behind and um, with dynamite. With yeah. dynamite, and he basically acknowledges that he's gonna die. Yeah, yeah. Well, and he says he says I'm too vain to go live my life yeah. without an arm. So yeah. just give me the dynamite. I'm gonna blow everybody. I'm gonna blow him up. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got his gun, and he they take out a couple, like two or three mm-hmm. of these guys um, before that. The reason why it's called Bone Tomahawk, though, is they have these big jaw bones that they use as yeah. these tomahawks, and they yeah. throw them. They're real sharp. Yeah. Um, but uh, He quickly gets killed. He quickly gets killed, and I don't even think he sets off the dynamite. He, yeah, uh, he does not. Because <laughs> he's all fucked up. Which I kind of liked at first. He was like, give me dynamite. I was like, oh, that's going to come into play. And then, whoop, oh, no, no, it's not. He's yeah. dead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so Kurt Russell and the old man, they get up to the cave or do they get caught? They get, they they get, get, caught. They get caught. They get caught and dragged up there. They dra- yep. Yeah. They get dragged. Okay. That's right. Cause they pull them up. Yep. By rope. By rope. Yeah. And Samantha's in the cage. As and well so is as the deputy. Deputy Nick. Yep. He's and, in a different cage. Yep. And they, and they were like, where's David Arquette? And they're like, they already ate they him. Ate him. <laughs> yeah. They ate him. <laughs> he was delicious. And so now everybody's in a cage and Deputy Nick's getting pulled out. Yeah. And he's like half asleep. But uh, Kurt Russell's like, don't worry, I'll avenge you. There's a cavalry coming. They know where we are. They're yeah. going to kill all these motherfuckers, da, 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 da. And Chickory's like, is that true? He's like, no, that's not true. He's like, well, why did you tell that to him? He goes, because I knew that if I was dying, that's, that's what I would want to hear. Want to hear yeah. um, meanwhile, Patrick Wilson's awake and he's like, fuck this. Yep. I'm going to go find I'm gonna get there. my too young yeah. and too hot wife for me. <laughs> he's, he's persistent. <laughs> yes. He's got to get her because mm-hmm. he thinks Matthew Fox is going to roll up on that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Little does he know he's dead. Yeah. yeah. Um, I kept thinking Jack from uh, Lost. Yeah. Did you ever watch I that did, show? Yeah. I did too. Every time I saw him, I was like, that's Jack. <laughs> um, so uh, they get going. He, he follows them and he finds them. He gets attacked too, but... I don't know. Patrick Wilson's like smart. Yeah. He kind of looks around and I think that's one of the luxuries that he has to move slow. He has a little more time to kind of work things out. Plus he was a cowboy and I think like maybe he's more attuned with the terrain and kind yeah. of like yeah. understands maybe how these native Americans could work. Yeah. But he kills one of them and he sees that in the guy's throat, he's got like this extra mouth or something. It's like a jaw. A, like a, a lower part of a, a jaw. Yeah, and it kind of serves him. like a dog whistle. Yeah. yeah, it's what they use to make that howling noise. Yeah. yeah. So like, he cuts like they it. They modified it or something. He rips he, that sucker out. He cuts it out and then he puts it in his mouth and he blows on it. Yeah. And it calls them. Yeah. It, it calls these these other tribes people to him, to which he then uses to his advantage. He baits them. He baits them mm-hmm. and, and kills them. Yeah. So he ultimately finds his way up into the cave, right? Yeah. Yeah. Help yeah, me out with out, the ending here. He takes out a couple of them. Um, well, while we're in the cave, and this is probably, I think, a little bit before, um, Deputy Nick gets killed real nice. Yeah. Uh, he gets like strung upside down. and Pretty they, gruesome. They oh, yeah. I forgot to half. say how they killed him. I thought yeah. that was more gruesome than uh, from the Green Inferno. That was pretty disturbing. Yeah. That yeah. reminded me of the Terrifier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. But a male version. Did you never see, you never saw the Terrifier, uh-huh. did you? No. Yeah. There's a scene very similar in oh, Terrifier. Yeah. 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 It was pretty gruesome. Um, so yeah, but Kurt Russell, he's in a cage. Oh, Kurt Russell's gonna get it now. Yeah, and um, they start like torturing him because they poison. 
They oh. poison a couple of them with opium. Yeah. They put it in their whiskey. They figure and they it out. They trick them into drinking it. Um, but then they figure it out. So one of them slices Kurt Russell's like in the like in the stomach. Yeah. And stuffs the hot flask like because they put it on like coals or something. Stuff it into his body. Yeah. So he's burning. Yeah. Uh, and then Kurt Russell, you know, he gets the shit kicked out of him. Um, yeah. And it's pretty obvious he's gonna die. Uh, but he takes a couple of them out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Patrick Wilson. And then Patrick comes Wilson makes his way up there. And he starts killing them. And I think he pretty much kills every one of them. No. Kills most of them. Most of them. So they leave Sheriff Hunt, who's played uh, by Kurt Russell, they leave him behind because he's not going to make it. They, they, they try to, you know, they try to get him out of there, but he's, he's like, no, you know, he's, he's not going anywhere. So he's armed. Um, Chicory, the old man, Samantha, and Arthur, uh, Patrick Wilson's character, leave. So they escape, and they they make their way out uh, a good distance, and they hear three gunshots because there were three of them left. Oh, okay. So, so Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell him. got him. He got him. The I like before Chicory left. Uh, they had a there was a nice moment between him and Kurt Russell because uh, oh, uh, Chicory's yes. wife had died. Yes, uh, and he says uh, he uh, Kurt Russell says to him, "Hey, say goodbye to my wife." I'll say hello to yours. Yeah, yeah. that was a good moment. That was yeah. that was a, that was a tearjerker. Yeah. That was a chilling line. Yeah, yeah, they do get out. The other line that I like is when Samantha's like gonna kiss Arthur, and she's like basically like, "But you've been blowing on that shit. Yeah, you got yeah. that shit all over your lips." And he just wipes, <laughs> just his wipes it off. Uh, you know, you know, I never kind of going backwards, but that I really liked is when they're in the the cells. There's kind of a light moment where they're talking about a flea circus. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> Richard Jenkins, I wrote it in, says, uh, I believe those fleas are alive and talented. <laughs> and I thought it was kind of sweet, too, that that Samantha kind of placated to him. Yeah, yeah. And she knew like, it was not real. She's like, yeah, no, those were real. Yeah. yeah. That was one, like, I thought so. Yeah. yeah. So, because she, like, we're all going to die, so yeah, yeah, I might as well point. just do yeah, that. And she kind of winks at Kurt Russell. A, yeah. a one, one thing that was really disturbing about this movie was how these tribesmen treated their women. Did you guys see that? Oh, yeah. They, like, blind, they cut out their eyes, or they blind them, and they cut yeah. their arms and legs off, and they basically just use them for breeding. Yeah, yes. they had, like, wooden pegs in their eyes. And yeah, we gross. see... And a, no limbs. Yes, yeah. they cut off their yeah, arms so and legs. They blind away. them. Mm-hmm. And basically make them, like... Incubators. Yeah. And as they're leaving the cave... We see a couple of them pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Just there. And it's really disgusting. That was yeah. one thing that was like, yeah, oh, it was gross. Mm-hmm. Overall, I really like this movie. Yeah. I thought this movie was great. I thought the acting, I was really surprised too because, no, not in the acting. I was really surprised because I knew I'd seen this writer's other work and I thought Puppet Master of the Lil's Reich was a piece of shit. <laughs> but this movie. I thought was awesome. And I'm not a Western guy and I really liked it. I liked um, the quote unquote horror elements to it. I liked the storyline. Um, I love Kurt Russell. I mean, yep. we can all agree with that. Oh yeah. Like I said, uh, Patrick Wilson, Matthew Fox, um, Richard Jenkins, the whole cast I thought was really good. And when it started up and Sid Haig was in it, I was like, I'm in, I love Sid Haig. Yep. Even in his small parts, he makes it his own. Um, that Lily, uh, Simmons, she did a great job. I thought she was a really good actress. She had some really good lines mm-hmm. and really good delivery in her kind of um, snarky comments. 
So overall, I gave um, Bone Tomahawk three and a half stars. Okay. I also or three gave, and a half heads. Sorry. I gave, it, <laughs> I gave it three and a half also. Um, I really, really like this movie. I think it works as a Western. I think it works as like a, almost like a buddy cap type mm-hmm. movie, but Western. Um, it works as a horror movie. I think it's it's an excellent example of you don't need a huge budget and fancy sets and uh, to make a good movie. All you need is a good story and good characters. Good this dialogue. movie has that in spades. Yep. Um, this movie was made on a shoestring budget. How uh, much did it cost? I think... Uh, just over a million, I think. I don't even think it cost no, that much. Not that much? Yeah, so the actors, that's another thing too, is the script is so good that I think it. all these actors were attracted to it, and I, I know for a fact none of them probably got paid what they normally command for a movie. They took, you know... Like a, scale. A, yeah, just to make this movie happen. And that's yeah, awesome. It's, it's great. I love it three and a half for me as well. Uh, I didn't take notes on this movie. Normally, you know, you guys as well, we take notes, but uh, this was a movie... Uh, I read the box. I was looking at the cover, and I I, I told myself I'm just gonna watch this. Um, and I'm I'm glad I did. I'm glad I didn't take notes. Um, because I took it all in. Every character was interesting, major or minor. Uh, there was not a moment wasted. The dialogue was superb. Um, I think every there was not a single moment where it felt slow. Uh, every moment was interesting. The story was excellent. Um, and everyone gave uh, an excellent performance. Yeah, and to um, your point, it's a slow-paced movie, but it doesn't feel slow. It the, didn't the, feel slow. Because the dialogue... And no, and when I was talking about that earlier where they were traveling mm-hmm. and it not a lot happened, but it was still entertaining. Exactly. I, I thought yeah. a lot was happening. And I was, I was, you know, there's a lot of Westerns that I like. And, and I, you know... This is first and foremost a Western, in my opinion. Yeah. Agreed. Um, but watching this movie, I was taking note of like, okay, you know, what kind of supplies do these guys have? You know, I wonder what day this is that they're on. Um, they set up camp in certain parts. Like, it, you know, just the way they set up camp, like whether against a mountain, you know, and then you have like these moments where like, you know, these Mexicans approach and, you know, everything was so tense and so... Uh, attention to detail. Um, I don't think there was a wasted moment. I thought the pacing was very well done. There was no music, which I thought was another plus. It didn't mm-hmm. need music. Um, not only was it a great Western, it was also a great mystery. It had a lot of mystery elements to yeah. it because it wasn't one of those kind of movies where you show the heroes and then you show the captives and what are the captives up to? And then what are the heroes right. up to? I like that it didn't do that. I like that it kept it a mystery up until the end. Um, as I said before, the dialogue was excellent, just the right amount of comedic element, uh, but not overdone. The dialogue was smart. The interactions were, were great. Um, I really love this movie. I give it five, Pamela. Wow. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah, I love this movie. Yeah. I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah, it was really good. I would say, as you were talking about it, and the more... And and Kurt Russell is one of my favorite (laughs) actors, so that's another big plus. He does awesome. He does great. As as you were talking, I was thinking, like, what other Westerns do I like? And one Western that I really like is Rio Bravo. Mm -hmm. I would put this on par with, like, a Rio Bravo. Uh, Different storylines. But it's got that same kind of feeling to it yeah. where it's very good acting yeah. and it's just got a good story. Um, 
you know, like I said, I'm not a big Western guy, but there's there's I'm, a couple that I like. Yeah, I'm a big fan of spaghetti westerns. You know, I love the old Sergio Leone films. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like this was a western made for me. You yeah, know, made for yeah. us basically. Yep. You know, it had it had the horror element, had a you know mystery element to it, and you know, I I really love this film. And and they didn't use music. Another movie that does that is No Country for Old Men, oh, yeah, which, yeah. which I would say is a modern western. Yeah, I would agree. And 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 I love that movie too. Yeah, yeah. and and that movie worked as well. There was no music, there was no gimmicks. It was just a really great story, just like this. I thought it was excellent. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's a glowing review. Yeah. And you know, to your point, I I also think it's great. I'm not going to give it five, but. I can see that you really love yeah. it, and I respect that. And yeah. all um, the dialogue was just interesting. And I, was, I, do I was hooked. Think, I do think that it was a very well-made film. Yeah, Agreed. and I would recommend that everybody watch it. Yep. Yeah. It's on uh, Amazon Prime right now. If you have Prime, <clears throat> you can watch it uh, through that, or you can rent it. Or I don't know. Do people rent movies? <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> you, you can rent you it could, off yeah, of yeah. Uh, iTunes, I guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, to to your point, I wonder how much money it made. Probably not a lot. It probably had a limited release. I think it, release. it got a limited release. Yeah. yeah. It did. Yeah. I think this is a movie that if people watch, it could get more recognition as time goes on. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think this movie will <laughs> definitely have a cult following. Yeah. And it did get a lot of praise from the critics. Yeah. Uh, from a number of uh, rating sites as well. Yeah. It, it got that's very good, good reviews. Um, so that's it for our cannibal movies uh, this week. Um, th- we know that there's plenty more. Uh, if you'd like to tell us about your favorite cannibals. I don't know. Do anybody have any favorite cannibals? Um, you can contact us at. Uh, you can go to Twitter or Facebook where we are the Swearwolves on both of those places. Uh, you can go to our website, theswearwolves.com, or you can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. So for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. Hey, let's go get some barbecue. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. That's Alan. We'll go get some barbecue later. We got to pause here because my dog took a shit and I can see it and it smells. So (laughs) be right back.